Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people. And you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. You recording? Out to yeah. So we do the the one, two, three now. Okay. It, okay. it, it makes it like, like a lot easier. Ready? It's very funny. Okay. okay. One, one, two, two three, three, now. Hi. <laughs> no. Hey. Hello. Do you want to do that one more time? Yeah. All right. Ready? Okay. One. Two, two, three, three, now. now. Hello. Hello. Hi. Yay. And welcome to. Shh, I'm watching, watching a movie. movie. Yeah, that, that was, was almost together. You're slower there. on this medium, I would say. <laughs> like, you're yes. like, we have to count in, which was yeah. in the last episode, which I enjoyed the best. Yes. Best part of the last episode. I want to count faster. My internal <laughs> clock is different than yours. <laughs> <laughs> You're just, you're just vibrating at a higher frequency than I am. Higher frequency is how this goes. Uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, this is our second episode away from one another and in the yeah. quarantine times. Yeah. This one is Take- we're not watching a movie. It's a special episode yeah, Polenko because Polenko doesn't want to edit it. No, honestly, it was editing the marriage story one was such a fucking hassle. <laughs> Why? Of, like. Uh, do you want why? It's it, the reason that we did like tech support for the first like 10 minutes of this. Yeah. Alex taught me how to pair my headphones to my laptop, which actually is a huge help. I'm very grateful. Thank you. Kalinko, for doing <laughs> how do you make it through a day when you just like, when you, every time you encounter a tech problem, I know you well enough. Every time you encounter a tech problem, you're just like done. We're done here. This is just what, this is the way it is now. It's the way it is. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't, but the, the one thing that I've learned through this process of, um, our collective mm. hell yeah, is I, when this is done, I will buy top of the line technology. I'm not going to live off of my shitty computer <laughs> anymore. I'm going to update my phone. I'm grateful for these headphones that I have that my sister got me like no more. This is what I'm spending my money on. If I have, if you see me with a new piece of clothing, say, Hey, but did you buy new tech? And I'll say, no, I'm sorry. I'll yeah, buy new tech. <laughs> You're wearing a potato sack with like the newest iPhone. I mean, like I'll, I just can't live. I can't live like this. It, it's not so so bad. But basically, what's going on is there's a certain point in the day where I truly have to be tech free because both my computer and or my phone get so physically hot. Like I had to turn off my phone for like an hour a day, like like all the way off. That's so funny. Yeah, I do. So this is I do. But have... my phone's only a year and a half old, or two years old, so that's that's Apple's fault. I do have on, or at one point on this coffee table, there was three laptops and a PlayStation hmm. that I'm current. So like, I'm I'm in it, baby. Like I'm I'm in a. You're in the I'm Matrix. For... You got plugged in. <laughs> I'm plugged in, baby. Um. Anyway, speaking of being plugged in, we thought we wouldn't yeah. watch a movie today because Alex yeah. once again didn't want to edit it um i can't complain i don't know how to do it the marriage story one was so much work and i'm i I was like just give me one just give me one week and then you're like what if we watch the really long movie call me by your name like we'll do it we'll do another next week we'll do do another we'll do a movie next week yeah yeah um because now that my headphones are paired to my laptop this actually will change everything I think yes, it'll make this will make life, it like, a, lot life a lot easier. Yes. Yeah. So we we figured it. We figured, and apologies for the sound. That's my fault that I don't understand technology. <laughs> um. Yeah. So this episode we're doing um stuff that's getting us through like movies and media that's getting us through these times because mm-hmm. it's been very very important to me. I'm very grateful as a single person in these times. I. Yeah. Need to feel the love from a television show or a movie. <laughs> we we are too like. Like this is a, this is a question to you that I've never really asked, but like when you were a kid, 
did you like you watch so much tv right oh my god i'd say that like i don't think i have an addictive personality but then i pause and i think and i go the amount of tv that i consumed as a child yeah Yeah. i could watch it all like if they let me i would watch all day long that's what i I would do when i was sick I, I watched TV so much as a kid that my parents were concerned. Yeah. And that they, they like, like to the level that they were like you, like they would like, they bought a TV that lets you lock the TV at certain hours. Oh, because like I would, there would be not like, there was nothing else I would do. Like I would just watch TV. Yeah. I don't have hobbies. <laughs> I don't have hobbies. I, I have, I have interests, but I don't, I don't know like crafts or anything like that. Because I did watch so much television and and I love movies and and yeah I that I still for someone who I consider I have a life like I go out a lot I have a lot of or friends used to. I'm quite social yes yes I don't go out anymore <laughs> um I still intake a lot of media like I still make sure to like watch what I need to watch it's like it's a, just a part of my life and like I accept like. If I ever travel or camp or do anything that like would take me yeah. away from having something like a movie, I would have to bring it somehow. I, I, <laughs> I couldn't. I would feel very sad and honestly like anxious and scared. It's like my that, pacifier. That that is like, yeah. Like when I go camping, we we are we are cut from the same cloth of being soft <laughs> people. But it's like when I go yeah, camping, I'm soft. like. When I go camping, I'm just like the number. Like every so often, every time I've gone camping, someone's like, "Oh, watch the movie on my laptop tonight," and that's me best night. Of, oh. like everyone's watching a movie and like on the laptop, like using the last of the battery to like oh. do a movie. Oh, love it, best night. Like when I get on a plane, I oh. download way more content than I necessarily need. Like I'm talking about going to like New York, like an hour and a half flight. Mm. Yes. And then on top of it, I still like. Sometimes I'll have the plane movie on too. Like I'll have both things on to feel comforted. I don't know why. That's that's pure psycho behavior. That's yeah, pure. I'm a psychopath. Listen, there's a couple of things that we figured out in these times. And we're all getting to we all like we're all going to like know oneself at this time. <laughs> and what I've learned about myself is I need I need television and movies. And I have to work out every day or else I'll feel like I'm coming down with a cold. It's uh, it's a real problem. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm learning about myself is that um, all my doom and gloom is not special and that everyone else has it inside of them. Does that and make that, you feel better? <laughs> no, honestly, it, it gave me a lot of stress for a bit because so much of my comedy is based on basically <laughs> I'm the saddest person in the room. And then now... Not <laughs> right now. <laughs> And now I'm like, how am I going to, I can't defeat it. Everyone's better at it than I am. <laughs> I mean, here's the deal. The the Buddhists figured this out. It's that thing called, I think it's called, oh boy. I've tried to say this on this show before. I think it's called Dooku, but I could be wrong. Uh, and it's that life is underlying. There's an underlying misery to life. That yes. is what life is. And yeah. your job is to rise above it as yeah. like being alive. So we're all seeing that line of misery that we all have it's all that baseline yeah it's hard you know it's it's hard to be present right now to be honest like all my meditation and stuff i'm doing it it's failing me because we're hiding from an invisible force so the point Mm. of meditation is to be like is anything hurting you right now Uh, what's happening in this moment and it's like well obviously right now what's happening in this moment if i'm having conversation with you on skype blah 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 but also I don't know. Did I touch something today that got, got into my mouth that has, is making me say, you know, like it's we're in hell anyways, but we should talk <laughs> about things that are making us <laughs> yeah. get get through these times because my anxiety needs it. I'll, I'll, I'll let you let you go first on this one. You want me to go first? Yeah, uh, my, my, okay. my answer, my answer. As you know, what, I'll go first. My answer yeah, ties first. into what we're just talking about where I've just been watching either very arty movies that I've been putting off or like horror movies that are just brutal. And I know I'm going to be like, ah, they're fine is, uh, so I guess I'm watching like truly horrific things is kind of like my solution. Interesting. I am the polar opposite. I think when you said this, I'm like, I know how it's going to go. Yeah. I can't, I can't stomach anything. I started watching moon the other night. Interesting film. 
Yeah, I'm yeah. definitely going to finish it, but only during... It. Okay. No, because the minute it started to get lightly stressful, I went, no, thank you. <laughs> I just turned it so off. You were, you were on board for like him alone, like just like him alone? Like <laughs> Very much on board for Sam Rockwell alone. He looks great in the movie, first of all. <laughs> I love my boy, Sammy Rock. Um, here's, here's a weird fact about Moon is that it was directed by uh, David Bowie's son. Yes, Ted Hambly, who we wanted to have on the show today, told me that yeah. when I was watching it. And then he did that movie, and then he did uh, Source Code with Jake Gyllenhaal, which is kind of in the same Source vein Source Code! Yeah. And then that, and like, it, uh, but a noticeable dip in quality. And then after that, he, um, for a while developed and then eventually put out the warcraft movie which is a noticeable dip in quality well you know the whole thing that was with with moon or so yeah. ted hambly t shared with me is that movie wasn't going to get made and then the no. writer's strike happened yes so they were in need of content so then it got made so yeah. maybe it was just a fluke to begin with uh yeah 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 uh, sorry my was... roommate is being super loud can you hear it yeah, I do like that whenever we're recording, she decides to... to... Alex, every time. <laughs> Last time we recorded, she made a smoothie. This woman's been in her room for the past three days. She comes out <laughs> when it's a fucking... I can't... There are no... I have no words. I have no words! I'm not editing this one, so this is this is all in there. You're not editing? Okay. Well, then let's, uh, let's plow right through, then. Um, <laughs> specifically... Something that's making me really happy right now is uh, Broadway mm. clips. Yeah, I, I really you, love you, you, Broadway. You, uh, Instagram them. Instagram them. I do Instagram them. I yeah. um, love Neil Patrick Harris's opening to the Tony Awards in 2013. <laughs> it's a truly incredible performance, and it gets it's like an eight minute song. It gets like a standing ovation. I memorized the rap part of it for like. Um, What's his face? Griffin Toplitsky is doing 93.4 or 94.5 yeah. The Hawk. So my con contribution to that was me rapping Neil Patrick Harris's part of the Tony Awards. Um, <laughs> so Broadway's making me really happy. What, uh, what's something that's making you really happy? Uh, I, I re I'm re-watching uh, the show Review with Forrest McNeil, which oh, I love. Why and did I think uh, Review was with Andy Daly? It's with Andy Daly. The character name is Forrest McNeil. Oh, I heard Florence McNeil, no, and no, I was no. like, "Who's she?" No. <laughs> okay, no, the, the, the review with Andy Daly, uh, but the character name is called Review with Forrest McNeil. Because saying I'm yeah. watching the show Review is is a weird, clunky name, but uh, uh, and that's why it only had one season. <laughs> it had three seasons. I'll have. Did it have know. three seasons? The third season is 66 minutes in total, as it's only three episodes to close it out. Uh, oh. That no show has been like. Like, this is also a show that I'm like, this is, like, a perfect show. Like, I... But it's also, like, pitched directly at me of, like, all the things in it are just, like, stuff I find funny with no hard jokes. Like, it's just, like, you have to be able to find this funny already to enjoy it. <laughs> and, and, uh, uh, but, like... It was hated. Like no one watched it except for like I assume me. Like I, like I guess like I was the only person in the world who watched it. No, it no, I watched it, but I didn't watch all of it because they kept changing where it was when it was on the Comedy Network. I watched maybe yeah. like three episodes and then that's it. Yeah, they, like anywhere it was, it would get like shuttled around. When they finished season one, two years later, they put out season two. Like it was. It uh, was just, and then, th like two years after that, they put out the three episode season three, and it was like. Like what? What a what a terrible series of events for truly one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Yeah, they like to do that. Eh? I was just talking about happy endings with with Adele, yeah. and they put that show out the first season. They put it out in the wrong order because they wanted uh, more like Dave and Alex coupled them. So they made the the season come up like the, that's what the network notes were, and it was like, whoa, why why you gotta ruin people's work? Also, like yeah, like. I uh, <laughs> imagine you're a network and you're like, you have one job realistically of like putting it up and they're like, no, nah, we know what's better. We're going to oh. take this episode and put it here. Like why? Like who, who's that for? It's, it's, I don't know. It's, they think they know it's that network producer who got one thing correct. They like, I don't yeah. know. They fucking bet it on um, two and a half men. And then they went off of there for the rest of their life. 
it's a uh, it's very unpleasant. Um, that's great. Review's really funny. Yeah. Uh, the, I'm, he's I'm watching really with, good. Um, oh, he's great. I'm watching with Mollison. It's the first time she watched it. I was like, oh, this is like so much of comedy that I've done has not not necessarily been influenced, but I found this thing that was like, this is exactly what I already do. And then like, it's definitely influenced me in that sense. And then she's watching it and she's like, how the fuck did you not write this? Where like every hit of every episode is just like all the, my regular hits of like divorce, sex offender, like <laughs> gross They have a sex stuff. offender thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He takes, there's one where it's like, what's it like to go to prom? And he takes a teen to prom. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, this is for you. Um, I'm trying to think. Well, that's fun. Speaking of teens, I'll talk about what I've been into. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I was like on Instagram and my when you go to my Explore page, it's all Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> like it's like exclusively images of him. And I don't know how because I don't search him out. It, I think they it hears you. my they, conversations. You No one – like Timothy Chalamet's mother doesn't talk about Timothy Chalamet much as you do. <laughs> Anyways, so my my one of my joys was when I go on the Explore page. I love behind the scenes photos of Call Me by Your Name. I, I they are so beautiful because they're in Italy and it's Army Hammer. Anyways, <laughs> and so one night I was like watching a bunch of like mini clips on Instagram and I went, "What am I doing?" Just buy the movie. So I bought Call Me By Your Name. And I watched it and I felt too much feelings. And it was a lot. It's probably the fifth time that I'd seen it. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's always interesting to me. I've decided it's currently my favorite movie because it has... It's my dream fantasy of being on vacation. (laughs) Gay. Uh Gay. (laughs) Italy. Northern Italy in a gorgeous mansion house being so smart at music and thin (laughs) (laughs) and um, and a very sexy adult student comes to live with you and then you get to have sex with him. And it's like a love you've never known before. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And he looks like Army Hammer and he looks like Army Hammer in this movie because I don't really like Army Hammer in any other movie. I mean, he's great in Social Network. But. I was gonna be like, I was gonna be like, uh, Social Network doesn't like, doesn't doesn't move the wheels. Like what? Oh no, no, because there's just something about his aesthetic in Call Me by Your Name. I guess it's like his extremely short shorts. But I also look at Army Hammer and I think he must have just starved himself to be in that film because he's such a thick, large yeah. man. He's like six five, and in this movie he looks like skinny, and it's like wow. <laughs> They're both so skinny. No. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird that so much money was dumped into making porn for just you. Of like, <laughs> I want my men frail, thin, <laughs> gay. Here's the deal: Do I like man on men? Yeah, it's like a real thing that I enjoy. And every boyfriend I've had, I've asked if they would be interested in possibly <laughs> having sex with a man in front of me, and they say no, thank you. I just yes. think that's internalized homophobia. But then they always flip it at me and they're like, well, would you do a threesome with a woman? And I'd be like, mm, no, <laughs> no. I would just compare myself to her the entire time. It would be so miserable making for me. I think that it like calling you by your name is your review where it's like all the things you like were thrown into one vat. Like all the things you write about, talk about, think about were thrown into one vat. And like, truly you, you have a more fun thing. Like I'm like, man, I gotta make some changes. Like it's like a man failing is like, I'm like, yeah, I think about that all the time. Like, <laughs> yeah, you gotta do, you gotta live inside here, baby. The, did I tell you the first time I saw call me by your name? Saw it in theaters. Yeah. And I was too overwhelmed that I didn't like it. I couldn't enjoy I, it. I couldn't relax. <laughs> you you talk about this and you <laughs> you know this, and then later the second time you watched it, you you spent I think I cut out a chunk of it too. You spent maybe ten minutes on the podcast, just like only talking about calling by your name and like <laughs> and like no new information. Like you're just like <laughs> like repeating the same facts and just being like Italy man. <laughs> It's just the music, too. There's, like, a sound. There's, like, an Italian pop song sound that yeah. that movie really showcases as well. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is why we should have done Call Me By Your Name on the podcast, because I'm just going to talk about it for this entire time. 
Oh no, uh, you froze. No, we're good. We're good. You're good. You're good. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm just gonna talk about it for the entire time. <laughs> that's, um, I yeah, that's unfortunate. But here we go. We got we got more time. You you can fill it. <laughs> it's, okay, get ready. No, there's uh, really nothing more to add except information that I learned today about Timothy Chalamet. Would you like to hear Kalingo? Yeah, sure. What do we? Well, well, well look. That's you ready for like, this? You're gonna really like this. You're I'm gonna busy. fucking love it. Like, I don't know how I'm busy when everyone all they has is time. Like I'm because like, you're how working. I'm not working. Yeah, that's true. I'm working. Yeah, you're right, working. Yeah. You we'll don't. You don't. I work one day a week. I work two days a week, and I feel like I don't have enough time. Okay, ready for this? Yeah. So I'm doing my daily uh, looking on my Instagram, and I find a beautiful picture of Timothy Chalamet, and I post it. <laughs> like the weirdo perv that I am, because yeah, he's that, as that's... young as the children I babysat. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know what? I'm not even going to acknowledge it. Anyways, um, so this girl who I met when I was filming a, a commercial, she works for Vice. Mm-hmm. She messages me being like, oh, so cute. And I went, yeah, this is all I got right now kind of thing. And she goes, well, we all know about Timothy, right? And she sends me this like blind item and someone writes this. I, you know what? Hold on. I don't want to misquote it. <laughs> Excuse me. Okay. <laughs> Ready. The, just reading me a blind item is the most extreme Vitae has gotten. Like you are, you, everyone's been in their house and getting more themselves. And you've, okay. been, this year, okay. you're at the point where you're reading me a blind item. Oh, I'm fascinated. I want to hear it. But you like, getting ready? Okay, listen yeah, to this yeah, blind item. This is a, the coronavirus is the second most worrying pandemic in recent years, right behind Timothy Chalamet spreading chlamydia around NYU. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm dead. I died. <laughs> bye bye. I can't That's believe so it. Funny. What the fuck are you doing, Timothy Chalamet? Fucking put a fucking condom on. Take nah, antibiotics. My man, raw, bo- raw dogs. You can't be that chlam- thin. Chlamydia is so. <laughs> you can't be that thin and not raw dog. Is that what you were gonna say? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, chlamydia, like uh, that's one of the ones that can get cured by antibiotics. Oh, yeah. No, how is Timothy Chalamet still have chlamydia is insane. <laughs> no, but here's the deal. Like, how many NYU girls did he fuck? I'm going to say, I bet you 50. I'm, I, how, many, it's, how many nights was he there? Because I'm going to say about two a night. Two a night? Yeah. Oh, I'd say in a month he fucked 50 of them. So, yeah, that's about the same. Yeah. Yeah. I say he was there for a, he was shooting something in New York. He For sure. I'll tell you what he was shooting. <laughs> this is conjecture. And like one day if I ever met him, I'll be so embarrassed that I even posited oh. any of this. You can't. You can't. Well, I kind of want to meet him. You know why? Because guess who's going to, if theater ever comes back, guess who's doing a play on the West End? Yeah. I got to make my yearly pilgrimage to watch a man that I have a crush on in a play in London. <laughs> I spend all my money on these things. You, you are like a literal simp. Like the like the Twitter version of simp, where it's like a reply guy in What's like hot simp? girls it mentions. Sounds like you're you're calling me a simpleton. <laughs> That's that is the like etymology, but it's like a, a thing on Twitter where it's like a reply guy is like in a hot girls mentions. Like look all these simp's people like defending oh. the hot girl, and it's like you're like a literal simp of like spending For thousands Timothy? of dollars to fly to fly across an ocean to be like you're hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen. Um... I realized something when I saw Hugh Jackman in concert that these stupid things yeah. bring me such immense joy that this is all I have in life. Right you want to hear the like the real like like the, the real casualty of coronavirus is okay. that uh, me, Marshall and Chris Levier, who were on our uh, one of the last times we did a just talking episode? Yeah, um, yeah. For the live stream, uh, me, uh, we're gonna go see Jurassic Park on ice. Um, what? Where's that? Yeah, I'll watch uh, that. It was it was, it, it, it was going to be on nine eleven, which it might us, still be. Uh, no, it just got canceled yesterday because mm. of Corona, and I'm. God, things so, are being canceled in September. Okay, continue. I mean, I think I think live stuff is getting canceled because now it's like cutting into like rehearsal and whatnot oh yeah of course I, I yeah and i think it's also a touring thing so i doubt i bet you like the front half of the tour is canceling up the money to get to toronto right okay um but uh, uh uh like that getting canceled is true truly like i was so excited because it was going to be garbage like it was going to be 
insane. Yeah, these are the things to spend your money on. You can't, like, I've just decided, so, <laughs> so in therapy, I discovered something <laughs> yeah. where I denied a lot of my stuff and my feelings be- about uh, the villain of the podcast, Greg, um, because I, <laughs> that's not, I didn't say that. That's coined by Chris. Uh, on the top in it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's a villain to this podcast, and his name is Greg. <laughs> I, I don't feel bad about Greg anymore. I, I've had time, um, but <laughs> while I was working through therapy, and like I was just he he had done something that pissed me off, and I was talking about it, and then the therapist was kind of like, "Well, what what do you like about him?" And then I had to like really sit and think about what I liked about it. And then the minute that I started to admit, like, "Yeah, I do want to be with him. I do want all these things." Blah blah blah. Those feelings started to dissipate. So now I've stopped like pretending that I don't want to fly to London to see fucking Andrew Scott in a play. I just go do it if I have the means. <laughs> and then I ended up getting a fucking rocking trip out of it. You know, like it's like it's literally that thing of like just be yourself. And apparently myself <laughs> is a horny teenager. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with, a, with just a hint of a huge loser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like a horny teenager who's super into musical theater. So huge loser in practice. Huge loser. Huge yeah. loser. But you know what? I'm cute and people respond to it. <laughs> <laughs> if I was like really ugly, like maybe this would be a problem. No, I'm kidding. Um, or am I? You'll never know. I like my men thin. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah. Any any media that you're enjoying? I have one uh, more thing that I'm doing, but you go. You do. You uh, uh, so I... I moved my playstation to to my girlfriend's house and uh i downloaded two games one just finished downloading and i bought it two days ago it was massive and took 28 hours of downloading but the what? uh the other, the other no i bought it i bought it legally on the store but uh, it, it was took on sale 28 hours i can't speak <laughs> it, was yeah, 28 yes. it was just big it was very big okay. um and the, the other one i got was untitled goose game which is a you play it's like a goose and you cause you play a goose and you cause trouble in like a nice little garden and you have the little missions you got to do and (laughs) it's adorable and fun but also maybe the most frustrating game i've ever played like it truly is like uh like you're playing it you like do something like you're like let's say let's say you got a mission that's like that's like make the old man fall on his butt and (laughs) And there's a little old man and he like plays darts or plays his harmonica on a stool and you gotta like steal the harmonica, get him to get up and then like run around and like go sit back down. This isn't Animal Crossing, is it? No, no, no. It's different. But is Animal Crossing similar to this? No, no, no. Okay. Well, this is adorable. Continue. And then uh, uh, you gotta run around and like steal his stool right when he's about to sit down and then he like falls on his bum and then he he crosses it off and you're a goose (laughs) who caused chaos. And, uh, uh, And then you'll be doing that and then he'll like pull the stool away they'll notice and pull the stool away from you and you're like god damn it i gotta do the whole thing over again like that's a little <laughs> that's a small one but then like, there'll be really big ones where i'm like spent like 20 minutes lining up this thing and then like uh, uh a shopkeep is just like hey the shopkeep just turns the wrong way and like takes my bell away from me i'm like oh, no i needed that <laughs> <laughs> okay well i got it <laughs> what's it called untitled goose game very adorable you honk at them just like a and then you like gather the the, the, the square buttons your honk button and like draws people's attention to you that's was unexpected uh (laughs) it's very fun i've i finished the like main game and i'm doing like the the extra hard missions and uh uh, mollison would watch me play i was like oh i think you like you'd like it's a pretty simple game you don't play a lot of games you'll get it and so she would play it for like half an hour and then get very frustrated and like put it down and like leave and be like I get sucked in by this cute goose and then get frustrated. <laughs> I but get that did, though. Yeah. You like puzzles? Did, it's it's like a it's like a puzzle, yeah. Like a, yeah, like a puzzle I don't like game. I don't like puzzles. I, I told you I didn't I didn't have hobbies. I know. And and I know you don't like puzzles cuz watching you try to pair your headphones to the laptop was like being like it didn't work the first time. I have no other options. <laughs> it's true. Um, I just didn't press the button hard enough, essentially, is what had happened. <laughs> yeah, when I was a kid, there was the gifted program. Yeah. And so you take the, what's it called, like the yeah. cat or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So I did really well on that test. So then when you meet up with the person you have an interview, you just do a bunch of puzzles. And I failed so hard. 
I did not get into the gifted program. It was literally like here, put together this puzzle, and I just like stared at her, being like, mm, "I don't want, I don't want to." <laughs> like, uh, I did for for that when I had to write that gifted program test, uh, I didn't pass it, and my mom was like, because they they sent the scores, and my mom was like, "How did my son not pass? It? Like he's like top of the class." Like as I, he loves was, a puzzle, and it's like I love a puzzle, and yeah. then uh, the scores, and like I had like like below failed the like math portion which like that was like the thing i was relatively good at and i was like and this is a time where like uh uh this is a time where uh what do you call it I, uh, to to get attention i just failed to test and <laughs> and she was like oh my fucking son but she wouldn't talk to the principal to get evidence and then they realized that i had two pages of the test stuck together and it's like a scantron test so all my bubbles were wrong Oh no! That people were against you from the beginning. And then uh, uh, my mom was like, "Oh, like should he re- should he rewrite it to do the gifted program?" And the principal of the school was like, "No." It's like what? It's like don't do gifted. It's a waste of time. Yeah, my like, sister did it, and she hated it, and she'd skip it, and she'd yeah. go to regular school. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's what he, he's like. I have all these kids who like I take you take them out of regular school once a week to do what like. Who cares? Like, don't do it. it. Ch- changes absolutely nothing. It just makes you yeah. feel superior. Yeah. Um. Well, that's good. You're a little puzzle boy, and you you always will be. Love a puzzle. I love a puzzle. You should uh, see the some f- of the video games that I play regularly. Like, it would upset you. It's like a turn-based. I mean, game. I've witnessed you on a stage play a game on your phone, so I understand <laughs> your commitment. I forgot to playing games. Clink in that show. You've you've done it several times, like and in rehearsals and stuff. Oh no, you froze. Okay, we're good. You gotta keep going. Yeah, in rehearsals and stuff. My God. Oh yeah. Clinkle loves a fucking loves a fucking game, man. I'll tell you that. Um, and he loves games as much as I love a thin man. Um, (laughs) I don't like that about me. I don't think it's funny. I think it's like pseudo. It's like sizest or something. I don't like that. But like, no, I don't think because, so. No, because if a man was sitting here saying I only like thin women, we would not be laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would laugh like, at the audacity of it. Yeah, we'd be like, you're, you're, you're sexist and blah blah blah. But I don't know. But I guess, sorry. Okay, listen. I don't want to insult men any further. But I guess enjoying a thin dude. Is it is kind of subversive? Like usually the thin guy isn't the mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah, I think I think I think only recently is that true. I think it was always like, I mean, actually, until some level, I think if you watch a reality show, like my girlfriend's watching Love Island, and all the men in Love Island look the same, and they all have muscles like that go from like their ear to their shoulder. Yeah, like, they got you, them traps, baby. Like, how do you do that? I. I as a bit, I was thinking of just working out just that muscle, and that when I get out of coronavirus, <laughs> I have just ones, these, I just have huge traps. Like just like my la- arms are my arms are thin. Like my, my body still has that weird beer belly from drinking all the time. Like I still look the same, except for I have these giant muscles <laughs> on my neck. You got them ropes. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, like there's definitely a type of person that likes a buff dude, and a type of man. I'm sorry, I'm talking in the hetero community. Um, that likes a, a thin woman. Like, I mm. definitely come across Tinder bios that consistently say, must be fit. I, I But I, I imagine I, women put that too. Yeah. I, I there's, a, there's a lot of, when I was on Tinder, a lot of women bios of like, looking for a workout partner was kind of like the, the way they do that. But like, and I knew like, as soon as I saw them, like, we are not going to get along. I got to bed at one on a given day. I don't want to um, work out with someone. Actually, that's not true. I don't. I don't want to work out. No, no, come join me. It makes you feel for one hour a day like you're not sick. It makes me. I. I feel like there's like people. Supposedly, there's like a thing where like when you work out, you get like endorphins at the end. I feel like, and there's like a percent of the population that don't get endorphins. I'm probably that percent because you know what? I'm just like I hate it. Adele doesn't get endorphins either. She was talking about this, and then we figured out that she has extremely low blood pressure and that her <laughs> veins are very thin. 
Like she has a naturally thin. Oh my god, it's raining so hard. April oh, showers yeah. bring me flowers, which we'll never see, because we have to stay inside our houses. <laughs> yeah. So I was talking to Adele, and so she says every time she works out, she's physically exhausted, and it's because her blood pressure is low. Like it's not, it's not good. But maybe yeah. eventually it will be good for her because I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I don't know how you figured out she had thin blood vessels. Thin veins. Uh, a doctor had told her that she had thin oh. thin veins. And I just assumed she had low blood blood pressure by her, her conversation. That does, feel like a, that does feel like an insult of like, your girl got thin veins. <laughs> Yo, but does your boy got thin everything? That's my type. <laughs> Anyways, the final thing that I've been watching... That I've really in, that's that um, actually brings me misery along with joy is Dawson's mm. Creek. So I never watched no. it before. Yeah. Every time I tried to watch it as a kid, drove me nuts. Too slow. Kind of boring. And once yeah. again, we're 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 hitting that same thing. And I t- also speaking of Adele, Adele's our friend. She's in the schedule since. Um. I she watched it a lot, and I said, mm. "Cut the shit. Tell me when <laughs> Joey and Pacey hook up. I want to start from then." But I want to build. I don't want to just jump into the relationship. I want to see the push-pull. So she's like, okay, you got to start at season three. (laughs) So I started at season three. I'm now in the middle of season four. Listen to this, Kalenko. They get together. They spend Mm -hmm. a fucking summer on a boat. They did not have sex. What? Not even fucking a blowjob or oral, like, none of that. (laughs) Like... Because, like, you realize that in the first episode back because everyone's asking if they did it. Like, all the friends are like, so? And then Pacey's like, well, if you must know, nothing happened. And then you find out that nothing happened. And I was like, not even, like, mutual masturbation. Like, I was really upset about this, right? (laughs) (laughs) They're not going to go with each other, but it's like, they're just like, yeah, they didn't even even masturbate near each other. They, they, They were chased. We are on episode. 13 of the fourth season they have still not had sex they have one episode where they talk about it and pacey kind of pressures joey by like pretending that he doesn't want to make out with her anymore and it's honestly quite a dick move but honestly they've <laughs> why you... haven't they had sex yet how are you this mad about it because it's such an annoying show. Dawson is the worst person I've ever known in my entire life. He's a monster. Everyone, everyone is an orphan. <laughs> like everyone, everyone does not have parents. Dawson has two parents that are in love with each other. And he like, he fucking loses his shit when he finds out that Pacey and Joey break up. Even though Pacey and him, sorry, Joey and, and Dawson had broken up. And then Joey said I want to be back together with you at the beginning of the third season and he said no and then he told fucking Pacey to watch her for him because she's I don't know like uh, anyways and so then <laughs> Pacey the most and animated Joey, I've ever seen you <laughs> so Pacey and Joey obviously fall in love because Pacey is a perfect man and and then Dawson literally tries to like keep Joey away from him and like forces a relationship with Joey near the end of the third season anyways I can't believe they still haven't had sex. This show is my enemy. I have to watch it as soon as we're done <laughs> recording this podcast. I hate it so much. It's, but I need like to see self-harm. those two fuck. This is like this is how we know you're in trouble. Like, <laughs> this is the definition of if I had something to do, like this show wouldn't even be a like it wouldn't exist for me. If you had something to do, episode like four of season three, but I'm done here. Like, oh yeah, yeah. And then I would have eventually texted uh, Adele and been like, "Just tell me the episodes that are Joey and Pacey specific." Like, I would have gotten really like, <laughs> I just need to see this. But now, yeah. But now I'm in it. But I've taken a break because I watched uh, Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Great movie. Yeah, because after I was posting about Call Me by Your Name. Guys, I got a real strong Instagram story game on these days. I'm sure no one loves them. Yes, strong. <laughs> you make jokes, but I get so many messages a day, and I and I, I enjoy that. I enjoy posting. And then someone said, Wiley, Wiley said, you should watch Portrait of a Lady on Fire. It's the lesbian version of it. And I went, okay. And let me tell you, stunning movie. Beautiful. So well done. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Yeah. Doesn't make me... I mean, I get that I'm a heterosexual person, but... I didn't feel the feelings 
we just said, call me by your name we just said call it by your name is like the perfect stew for you like, mm-hmm. like yeah. no one else is going like no you're never going to find that high again I, oh, maybe the sequel Kaleko, <laughs> there's a sequel coming did you hear you're so disappointed by the sequel okay so I'll tell you why I think I'm going to be disappointed okay so here's there's the deal a thousand reasons but keep going okay so I read the first book. Sorry. <clears throat> I listened to the audiobook of the first book narrated by Army Hammer. I was Hammer. going to be very surprised if you read. No, I did not read. Uh, <laughs> Army Hammer, I would listen to it before I fall asleep, and it made me too horny. Um, so um, I didn't like the book as much as the movie because the book is all internal monologue for Elio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Elio's a spoiled brat, and he's super annoying. Yeah. And so the book really showcases that where the movie's all internal. It, it, they just did a really beautiful job and it's ivory, right? Yeah. Beautiful writer. The second book goes into the fact that the dad. So the second book is getting really bad reviews. It's not out yet, but it's been getting really bad notices. And the fact that the dad divorces the mom and is dating a 25 year old student and Oliver and Elio are like a side story to that story. And so everyone's like, what the fuck is this? So if they stick to the story of the book, me not going to be happy. But also the movie posited that the dad is closeted gay. Whereas the the book did not do that. The book doesn't have that beautiful monologue at the end where the dad oh, yeah. tells that that's not in the book. Whereas the movie almost, I don't know. Did, didn't you think like, oh, the dad's gay? Yeah, I thought that was the point. The point. Yeah, exactly. So... Anyways, long story, short story, if they stick to that, Ivory will not be writing the second one. Mm. But director's there, full cast is returning. Well, I think you're going to be disappointed because there's no combination of images that make you feel <laughs> as much. <laughs> like, no, like they could put, they, they could, they could, <laughs> they could have like scientists in a lab just putting just random, sh- like, like a, like a bunch of monkeys on typewriters just trying to find out if we can put enough images in an order that <laughs> Vite will, but will like, wet herself over. But it'll, it'll never happen. I must, I can't be alone in this because if my inter- Instagram explore page, like there are creepier nerds than I who are collecting these images and running these fan sites that I partake in by looking. <laughs> Those are the real freaks. I'm just like some cool girl who likes to comp- compile pictures. <laughs> I'm just a cool girl who spends all day compiling pictures and watching Broadway videos. <laughs> you know, me, cool. <laughs> who, me? The girl that had a conversation with her mom the other night saying that I really feel that if I had done dance and singing as a kid, I would be a very successful Broadway star. <laughs> <laughs> so like i said at the top of this podcast Wait, you can't just breeze through that <laughs> you can't just say that and then go so <laughs> you... <laughs> yeah man yeah man like... uh, someone had to put me in and i would have been on fucking main stage baby i would have done cats uh, no, so no, like I wasn't well trained. If I had so, the training, Alex, I'm not saying put me in now. I was like, it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, as I see, <laughs> oh, mom, if you put me in the right classes, let me tell you, I'd be on. Be, you'd see me on that hill as a world-class told- snowboarder. <laughs> The only thing separating me from from tech from physical perfection was classes at a young age. It's true. I said, put me in modern, put me in ballet, put me in jazz, put me in singing. <laughs> Drop about forty five grand a year on just my <laughs> extracurricular activities for two teacher parents who have two other children. Who um. Uh, Anyways, so that's where I'm at in terms of things that make me happy during this terrible time. (laughs) I'm glad that you're playing a game where a goose 
takes a chair away from an old man. <laughs> I'm doing goose. I'm just doing. I'm just, I spent all day doing goose crimes. <laughs> goose crimes. <laughs> oh no, this is unairable. What? Unairable. This is, great. This, is, this is the best episode we've done. <laughs> it took me 28 hours to download this game. It's a goose that just fucks around with some old man. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I downloaded two games. <laughs> the, the first one, the goose game took me like, it took me like a two hours to download. Oh my the God. Second, the second game the, is Death Stranding, which I haven't played yet, but you play a delivery man in the apocalypse and it's spooky and scary. And it's, Why you gotta and put yourself through that? Oh, That's I, what we're living. I know. It's just Amazon workers. Uh, it's just... <laughs> And, it's uh, Craig's cookies workers because that's the only thing I've ordered in this time. You ordered Craig's cookies. <laughs> I needed to know. Everyone ordered, was ordering them. They're great. Uh, I've ordered yeah, two good. things delivery in this time. Uh, mm. The uh, one was a bunch of Thai food from a Thai place I like. Support local businesses. But yeah, I Craig's just, cookies I, I, local. I just wanted Thai food. And yeah. then uh, the second thing though was I was sad and I ordered Popeyes and uh, got that three piece. <laughs> The three-piece combo but then you should have ordered uh, enough for a family i i just wanted the popeyes and like i got a three-piece <laughs> combo but then here's where the story takes a turn oh boy the a goose came out of nowhere <laughs> yeah and the goose does goose crimes at me <laughs> it just crosses off the list makes sad man sadder um, <laughs> okay sorry sorry so the, the, it, it gets you up, no dipping sauce. I know you don't care, but the the reason you order popeyes is the blackened ranch which is liquid gold better than the best sauce just, in the world. I just don't believe you because you made me get you the dirtiest sandwich possible at Arby's with something called horsey sauce. Oh. Which tastes like it's made out of literal horses. It's disgusting. No, horse is made of horseradish. <laughs> I know, I know. Tang. And I thought that I would like that. I, I got all excited for it. When I went to Arby's, because I did a I did a improv show out of town. With Callum Ratton from our yeah, Mamma Mia episode. Mamma Mia Mamma Mia. Who demanded yeah, Mamma Mia and Resident. You know, we should just rewatch Mamma Mia too and have him over again. Um, oh, he wants to come do it again. I should. We should put him on with something. Okay, let's just put him. Let's have oh, there, him there's, we'll a, there's another album. There's another ABBA movie. He's like, we could do that one. I can't download stuff. My computer is at peak downloading. <laughs> it can't do it anymore. Oh, I, <laughs> okay, I'm yeah, so sorry. Going. Unless you can like quick time say, share with me. Um. So then. Uh, yeah, we, we, he demanded that we go to Arby's, so I tried Arby's for the first time, but I chickened out because everything looked so disgusting to me, so I got chicken fingers and curly fries. Idiot. The curly fries still good. Chicken fingers were good, but the horsey sauce didn't taste good to me, and I like horseradish. Don't put put the horsey sauce on the chicken fingers. You gotta put the horsey sauce on the, look, there's, let's pivot. It's no longer, I'm watching a movie, it's, I'm eating Arby's. Arby's It's it's more like, I'm eating Arby's, that's what it should be. I love Arby's. I have three separate plans to drive oh to an Arby's when this is over. Because there's no Which Arby's. one? Uh, whatever. Uh, probably the Guelph one. Maybe oh, the... So th- oh, no, no. There's one There's one closer. There's one in, like, Mimico or something. I can't remember. Oh, there's one in Mimico. That's that's in Toronto. Mimico's... No, not Mimico. Well, the one we Milton, went to... Milton. No, I'm thinking Milton. I think we went to that one. We went to yeah. the one that's at... Um, they call it Fast Food Alley. Because it's, like, a million fast food places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you one. would know it if you drive to the cottage. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, so, so I have three separate plans to go there. I'm so excited to eat Arby's. Forget forget all the other, like, there's no Arby's in the city of Toronto, but the fact that this is driving people to take trips to Arby's, this virus is worth it. All the deaths are worth it. Oh, nothing <laughs> is worth it. Listen, the only, what's the silver lining? Uh, silver like lining. UBI out of this? Who knows? UBI? What's that? Uh, universal basic income. Oh, that's a huge silver lining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I mean, everything. Spain did. Spain? I didn't realize we were talking like that. I was thinking like the silver lining as I now know that I'm in love with Pacey. Um, actually, Pacey's like my like. He's like my like. Like I'm waiting around for. Oh, I didn't even talk about the fact that I love Timothy Chalamet, like his aesthetic. But the real MVP is Army Hammer. Anyways, we I know. just needed. I need to put that. I need to put that into the universe. Hour, we have hours <laughs> of footage that prove that. Like they, I just, 
I if you committed a crime against Army Hammer, we could slice up this podcast to make it look like you, like, like, make it look like you pre-planned it easily. I mean, he just—he looks quite lion-esque. Um, if Greg's just, the villain of this podcast, Army Hammer is the is the hero. Is the hero? Yeah. Greg's not a villain. Poor Greg. Um, should I call him? <laughs> Losing my mind. <laughs> you Krona crumbled so hard. Well, we're, are we at a month yet? No, not even. Not even. We're not entering even. We're the almost there. fourth week. But I feel yeah. like I feel we're like almost. I stopped on like March 28th, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I stopped on like March 15th. Stopped what? Going out. Oh no, it was like it was like March like like March 16th. Yeah, you know what? Because my birthday was March 8th and that was the last show I did and I was supposed to do a show on yeah. Friday and Friday was sketch. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was the 15th. Yeah. My God, what the hell's going on? I think I cut my lip. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. Yeah, this is... This is this is why I'm loving this podcast. Uh, what? Can you see? <laughs> yes, yes. You full cut your lip with your face. <laughs> Did I do that? Don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Can you see the blood? <laughs> oh, no. Um, Anyways. <laughs> so. Uh, what, what else have I watched? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> uh having having fun uh i feel like all i'm doing is podcasts like it, it's oh, what getting, else have you done uh, i did griffin's podcast did a couple others where i'm just like talking to someone over skype uh me and uh mike carosa are starting a podcast where he does the editing which is great uh what this is news to me that <laughs> you're, you're starting mad about it another podcast who is this Mike Carrozza, also an Italian. My God, my lip is bleeding so much. (laughs) (laughs) Half this podcast is us giggling. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty manic. Yeah, this is pretty wild. You started with another Italian? Who's this guy? Should I meet him? (laughs) You know him. He's a stand-up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, know, Mike. You were almost going to live with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God! What um, a world! How's that podcast? Don't fucking promote it on this. Is it also going to be on the Sonar Network? I don't know. So we'll talk about Are that. Are you later. allowed to do that? Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Cut it out. Cut it out. Cut it out. Um, do Do you want to? Do you have anything else to add to the to this or? No, those are my main three. I'm trying to think what else. I, I that's pretty much all the content that yeah. I've I've taken in. I mean, like, do I miss physical touch? Sure. When there was a particularly romantic scene, did I hold a pillow? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I tenderly hugged a pillow because I had physical um, emotions. You know, I don't know. Will I ever meet have find love now? <laughs> Yeah, this, without the f- movie to focus on, it's just like you being like, hey. It's, uh, um, I hope you guys made it through this podcast because the beginning was kind of sad, but the ending is a real twist. Yeah, you cut yourself. I cut my lip on my lip. Yeah. <laughs> I realized that I'm going completely brunette. <sighs> Everyone's going to come out of this with like, the most wild haircuts. I wonder about boys, right? Because yeah, your hair is cut in so many different levels. Everyone's going to come out of this looking like it's 2008 again, where all the boy or the boy haircut was like that shaggy look. Oh yeah. You're all going to look like Pete Wentz. Yeah. Or like, (laughs) um, um, Harry Potter in the later, in the later, uh, movies. Oh yeah, he's super shagadelic, baby. Oh my god, you should all you should all look like Dawson season four. He looks like a fucking loser. I can't express to you how much I hate fucking Dawson Weary. Dawson the other day, there's an episode where his mom gets pregnant and he's pissed at her for being pregnant. Mm-hmm. Then she decides she's gonna have an abortion because she just opened a restaurant and that they can't afford it and blah blah blah. 
and he's pissed at her for getting an abortion. What do you want, Dawson? He's the fucking right wing. Dawson is my <laughs> Dawson's the right wing. <laughs> it, like, and Pacey like, is my baby Bernie Sanders. What? <laughs> <laughs> I like I like the idea that if Dawson's Creek kept going, like Dawson's wearing a Make America Great Again hat in like later episodes. I mean, his favorite, he's a film nerd and his favorite director is Spielberg. I I would love for the end of that sentence to be his favorite director is Woody Allen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, oh boy. speaking of canceled men, did you see the, uh, this is, this is just, this is this news because our podcast is about canceled men at some level. Uh, did you see uh, Louis C.K. has got a new special out? Did I? Uh, I still follow that stupid stand-up group on Facebook, and I saw a oh. bunch of men talk about how you can't cancel talent. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. <laughs> Sorry, I That's forgot that I was should've... recording. We should have done. We should have done the podcast watching the Louis C.K. Sam special that we legally download. Are you crazy? <laughs> We're not going to give that person promo. <laughs> I mean, if if we're gonna you, if we're gonna do a canceled man, we have to do a Woody Allen. Movie. Woody Allen, yeah. <laughs> He's the if Greg's the villain, Army Hammer's the hero. Woody yeah. Allen is like. Do you know superhero movies where sometimes they have two villains show villains, up? Villains, yeah, yeah, but one's like a lesser villain. Okay, okay, yeah. It's like in 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 the Dark Knight Rises, Woody Allen is Marion Cotillard, and 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 Greg is Bane. <laughs> yes. Yes. God help me. Poor Greg. Greg's fine. We're I'm not mad at him anymore. I've I've matured. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I don't talk about him that much anymore. No, no, no. It was the early episodes though. He was a presence. Yeah, because the early episodes was when I was going through it again. What episodes of our podcast were you not quote going through it? Well, could men be nice to me and then maybe I won't be going through? Could they just like me in the same way that I like them and then they respond to me exactly as my expectations are matching up? Like, would that be so hard? <laughs> like, is that hard for them? It's hard for thin men, but thick men come by. You know easy. what? You're making a joke. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> I like these motherfucking beta cucks who are such fucking betas. And they and they're fucking they don't have the security to like be human beings. And that's all. It's not their fault. They're just skinny and that's what I like about them. <laughs> <laughs> you just you want know a skinny what? body with a thick brain. Yeah, I want a thick old brain. And a giant dick. Alright, we should end. <laughs> yeah, this is good. This is getting into a weird territory. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh j- just to recap, yeah. I've been watching clips of Broadway. Mostly the opening to the Tony Awards. Um, Call Me By Your Name, both the movie itself and the Instagram behind the scenes photos. And Dawson's Creek with a side of Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Alex, what have you been watching? I've been watching uh, horror movies. And a, a caller to that is Twin Peaks. I'm rewatching Twin Peaks. But I mentioned that mm-hmm. on last episode. Oh, sure, uh, sure. And uh, uh, I'm watching, rewatching Review. I'm almost done it. And I'm playing uh, Goose Grimes. <laughs> Goose Grimes. Oh, and, and I'll do a special shout out to Mark Ruffalo also. He's been getting me through these tough times as well. I watched The Kids Are All Right and I watched 13 Going on 30. Kids and Are I just, a great, a pretty good movie. I like that movie. It's so good. The Kids Are yeah. All Right is so good. And Mark Ruffalo is m- literally my ideal type of human in it. He's just like this chill dude who also happens to be very financially successful and owns like a cool restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it, it, so he's like a one man calling by your name. Where you're like, yeah, he, he owns a stunning restaurant in like Southern California. If, if only it was the South of Italy. It looks like the South of Italy, <laughs> but call me by your name is the North of Italy. Ugh, Northern Italy. Italy. Said by someone who's never been to Italy. Does it look like I'm poking you on the nose? Boop. (laughs) Anyways, Alex, (laughs) I need this to be over like tomorrow. If you could, you you know math, if you could figure out some sort of cure. What? (laughs) I can't. I didn't take math in grade 12. 
Um, yeah, I'll, I'll use math to figure out a cure. Goose crimes. Goose that should crimes. be the name of our, <laughs> yeah. that be the name of our podcast? Goose crime. Hey, by the way, our last episode, the marriage story one was our 50th podcast. So I happy know. 50. Happy 50. We're middle-aged. Finally. Finally. Soon we're finally. We'll the, die. No, we're still young. We're still, we're the right age to like realize that like, if we want to change our life completely, we can and get some like good years out of it. Yeah. yeah, I hope so. Listen, need to change. I'm. Let's just end this. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk after. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. Uh, it's, it's not interesting. I <laughs> hope you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this because honestly, I really did. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> it was a good time. I can't stop thinking about a goose just fucking around with an old dude. <laughs> Look up clips of it because the art is very cute. What's it called? Goose crimes. Untitled goose game. I think they should have called it goose crimes. Goose Crimes is a better name. Yes. Well, that, that'll be the name of this episode of the podcast. Or All Goose right. Theft Auto. No, no, I want Goose Crimes because I, I think of it as like, you know that song, Night Moves, but I think of it as Goose Crimes. All right. <laughs> so Bob Seger is singing this. Bye. I love you. Good night. <laughs>